General Michael Flynn today is still a man with his liberty in jeopardy. There are few events more stressful in life than being a criminal defendant with the full force and resources of the government arrayed against you, especially the Federal Department of Justice. But in this case, it is no longer the federal prosecutors holding Michael Flynn's liberty at bay. It is a federal judge and a complicit federal appellate court. Yesterday, instead of releasing Michael Flynn from criminal jeopardy and allowing him to try to create a peaceful life with his family and friends, the appellate court overseeing his case granted Judge Emmett Sullivan's motion for a full hearing by the entire appellate court. This ruling makes a mockery of the rule of law and of Michael Flynn's individual rights. We should all be paying close attention to this latest development. I'm Gail Trotter, host of The Gail Trotter Show. I'm a liberty-loving and tyranny-hating lawyer based in your nation's capital. My goal is to keep you informed and to be your spokesman in Washington, D.C. Subscribe to my YouTube channel below, hit the bell so you don't miss a daily episode, and comment down below on what topics you would like me to cover next. I have two reflections to share with you today about this latest development in General Michael Flynn's case. First, this decision by the appellate court harms the rule of law. I'm going to link down below to two articles updating you on this latest development. One is in the Wall Street Journal. The second one is in the Washington Times. The parties to this case are going to face oral argument on August 11th. The Flynn case is a case about power, specifically the allocation of power between two co-equal branches of government. The reason that we have separation of powers is so that rights have actual meaning. And there are many countries in the world, both in history and today, that have much more impressive and comprehensive bills of rights than our own, but they are meaningless and exist only on paper. That is because they do not have separation of powers like we do. Separation of powers is what protects us. If you don't protect separation of powers, you get tyranny. The D.C. Circuit Court rightly granted General Flynn's request for an emergency order that the charge against him be dropped as requested by the prosecutors at the Department of Justice. At the heart of the D.C. Circuit's mandamus order is the notion that a judge cannot be a prosecutor. Again, a judge cannot be a prosecutor. After some unusual and disturbing moves by the district court judge in General Flynn's case, General Flynn's lawyers filed a motion for a writ of mandamus with the appeals court. One judge was appointed by George H.W. Bush, one was appointed by Obama, and one judge was appointed by President Trump. The appellate panel granted General Flynn's motion in part. The court issued a two-to-one decision ordering the lower court judge to dismiss the case against General Flynn per the government's motion, and they disallowed the lower court judge's order appointing John Gleason, a partisan, as a friend of the court to argue for keeping the criminal case against General Flynn going. The appeals court, however, declined to remove the lower court judge, Emmett Sullivan, so another judge could take over overseeing the case. 
The court said that the judge's outbursts in court against General Flynn did not rise to the level of demonstrating bias against General Flynn that would warrant the removal of Judge Sullivan. The central point of the panel decision of the appellate court is that a judge cannot establish himself as a prosecutor. This judge, Emmett Sullivan, overstepped his authority. There are three co-equal branches of government in our system, and the judiciary derives its power from Article 3 of our Constitution that empowers courts to hear cases and controversies. This judge exceeded his authority under Article 3. Article 2 of the Constitution says that the executive is in charge to take care that the laws are faithfully executed, and that is the quintessential Article II power, and that is the prosecution, the power of prosecution. Despite all of these concerns, the appellate court has granted Judge Sullivan's recent motion for a full hearing by the court. Eleven judges are on the D.C. appellate court, with one judge who is recused for this case. The D.C. Circuit is currently composed of seven judges appointed by three Democrat presidents and four appointees by Republican presidents. Judges matter. They protect the rule of law and our system of government, not just for General Flynn, but also for all of us. The second point that I want to share with you today about this latest development in the General Flynn case is that remember what started this investigation and the case against General Flynn, an effort to get Donald Trump. The investigation into General Flynn started while Donald Trump was a candidate for president in August of 2016. It continued after General Flynn was chosen as Trump's national security advisor. The Department of Justice under Barack Obama and the FBI under James Comey twisted itself into a pretzel to start and continue an investigation against General Flynn, violating its policies and procedures, which are specifically designed to protect individual rights. The FBI continued an investigation against Flynn after the evidence showed no illegal actions by General Flynn. This abuse continued once the special counsel office run by Robert Mueller took over the prosecution effort against General Flynn. The prosecutors concealed and refused to hand over damning evidence, not against General Flynn, but against the investigators, against the FBI, and against the Obama White House. More evidence dribbled out. The background thoughts and notes of the FBI agents a shady meeting at the White House with Obama, top officials, and Comey, an interview of Flynn at the White House that violated practice and procedure and upset the top Department of Justice lawyer, Sally Yates, who is no friend of President Obama, wrong actions by Mueller prosecutors of Flynn and eventually by prosecutor Brandon Van Glack, then a judge who made uninformed outbursts against General Flynn in open court, a judge who refused to dismiss the charge against General Flynn on the prosecutor's motion, a judge who accepted amicus briefs into a criminal case when that was against the practice, 
a judge who appointed a partisan, John Gleason, to take up the government's role of prosecutor against the vital constitutional protection of separation of powers. A judge who refused to accept an appellate court panel ruling in favor of General Flynn. And here we are. What is the Department of Justice doing about this now? I'm going to link down below to an article entitled Attorney General Barr says he's appointed another U.S. attorney to investigate Michael Flynn unmasking. Quoting from the article, Mr. Barr said he's asked John Bash, the U.S. attorney for the Western District of Texas, to look into the unmasking requests. He said that review will be independent of Connecticut U.S. Attorney John Durham's investigations into the origins of the Russia collusion investigation. I've asked another U.S. attorney to look into the issue of unmasking because of the high number of unmaskings and some that do not readily appear in the line of normal business, end quote, Mr. Barr said in testimony before the House Judiciary Committee. Presumptive Democratic presidential nominee Joe R. Biden, former FBI Director James Comey, former CIA Director John Brennan, and former Director of National Intelligence James Clapper were among the officials identified in the list. I'm going to also link down below to this opinion piece entitled, The Window for Accountability on Spygate is Closing. I have to say that it looks like Judge Sullivan is trying to run out the clock to continue this until perhaps Joe Biden is elected, the Department of Justice's position is reversed, and General Flynn loses his liberty despite the manifest injustices against him, the last of which is the appellate court granting Judge Sullivan's motion yesterday to have a hearing by the full appellate court rather than granting the dismissal of the charge against General Flynn as the appellate court panel said that Judge Sullivan should do. I'm going to ask you for two things today. Please politely share on social media your views on the pro prolonged resolution of the case against General Flynn. Secondly, please share on social media your support of General Flynn and his family. One can only imagine the stress that they are under. General Michael Flynn deserves to be a free man, not under any shadow of persecution, prosecution, or deprival of his liberty. We have a judge who is off the rails, and we now have an appellate court that is supporting this judge's effort to delay the resolution of General Flynn's case. Thank you for joining me today. Please subscribe below, hit the bell so you don't miss a daily episode, and comment down below on what you think topics are that I should cover next. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Gail Trotter Show, right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, gailtrotter.com, and also follow her on Twitter, at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share The Gail Trotter Show.